serve it up to the whiskey run dry you take your sugar and take your sweets leave you blinded on a one-way street and welcome everybody to the lunacy Talk podcast my name is tony i'm here with dave and connor dave stevens connor ennis i am tony pervenanzi david sterling is still being held hostage by meth heads in Florida in the Everglades, I believe. Mm. Is that is that true, guys? I haven't heard anything I, I, about it. That's the rumor I'm hearing. I mean, yeah, not, it's very spotty. It. Yeah. yeah, very, very spotty. spotty at this point. Few details. Yeah, we don't know. We can only keep hoping for the best. He'll come out all right. Yeah. We've in offered, the Everglades. Uh, you can get you can get lost in there pretty uh, pretty hardcore in the Everglades. Yeah. So I wonder. We have we've offered the meth heads beer. In return for David Sterling, they have not accepted our beer uh, uh, for returning him. Uh, we can't offer money because we don't make any money on this podcast. So, um, yeah. No, actually, David has another out tonight. He had something else going on. It's totally fine. Um, if he was on the podcast, we'd once again be he'd be pissed off about what happened last night. We'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get going, I did uh, have a barbecue today. The last barbecue probably of the season for my family here. Uh, it is October 1st, guys. It was hit 92 degrees at the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport, which broke the record by like five degrees. Uh, it's fantastic outside. It's a little muggy, but not too bad. So I will uh, apologize to everybody if I feel if I seem a little bit off tonight because I have been drinking since 4.30. So that happens. Uh, I'm going to try to get through this as best I possibly can. If I start snoring at all, guys, just <laughs> continue without me uh, and just keep going. But no, it uh, so hot today, guys. They canceled the Twin Cities Marathon. I hope you guys wow. saw that, um, which is, again, something they had to do because uh, it got so hot and humid. Uh, of course, it became political on social media about canceling the Twin Cities Marathon because there are a bunch of people who said, well, climate change, blah, blah, blah. That's why they're canceling it. To, you know, I'm like, no, they canceled no. it out of safety reasons, okay? It gets too hot. Yeah, People are running. They don't want to overload the hospitals. You know, I know there's, and I get it, that Dave, you're a runner, okay? Yeah. I used to be a runner. Dave, you're now a runner. I get running during the summertime. I used to do it myself. It's a thing. Yeah. But you also have people running this marathon who are not used to that. No, I mean, no. And you, could overwhelm, you know. Yeah. And you're tired. Yeah, I've, I've been kind of slacking myself recently. But yeah, but running in the summer, even in 90 plus degree heat, you know, mm-hmm. that's it's one thing if you're going out for, you know, a casual three, four mile jog, like I do yeah. sometimes. Uh, but it's another when you're <laughs> running casual. a marathon, 26 miles. That, I mean, I, I've never run a marathon, so I shouldn't even speak on it. But I know, I know that even in, cool crisp normal october 1st weather it's still it's still a challenge you're still going to cramp up you're still going to have issues so yeah to, to put the 92 and humidity on top of it just yeah it'd be impossible so i was kind of shocked because where i'm at it's not that hot it's hot but not 92 mm-hmm. or plus yeah it's well, crazy st cloud st cloud broke a record too up by us hmm. uh, i think there was there they hit 89 which broke the record of 88 so i mean it was it was it was a little warm out there um yeah dave i'm still kind of jealous of you now you've taken on the mantle of running 
that uh, I was so good at for a couple of years back in our youth, and now I don't do that anymore. And now yeah, I wish I could go man. back. Wish I go back to it, you know, but I can't. Yeah, it's not that easy. I've I haven't no. run competitively now since high school, so it's. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So yeah, they canceled that, guys. It's a little hot. We're supposed to get down in the fifties by Friday, which will be more fall-like weather, so to speak. Um, yeah. Uh, and for everybody listening who listened to the last podcast, no, I am not uh, in London mm. uh, this weekend. I had uh, some personal stuff come up that we had to postpone our trip. So I will not be doing the next two podcasts from London. I will not be going to see Crystal Palace versus Nunham Forest. But we'll be going to London, hopefully this time in April of next year, and uh, hopefully get to a game. So that's pretty close yeah. to the end of the season. It should be getting like uh, real exciting at the end. Yeah, exactly. So. That's a good point. Exactly yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, we're not losing any money. We got the Delta. We're just, we took our money from Delta and put it on the next flights. Uh, we had some games kind of set up. You bought insurance. Sell those. No, no. We, you... cause we, we, we'd have a hotel room counter. Oh, uh, we we're okay. staying with our friend. The only thing we're going to probably lose money on is the Airbnb in Belgium for two nights, which, you know, that's a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Not that big of a deal. So, yeah. yeah. Delta's very generous in their flight stuff. As yeah, David even if, knows, because he's a Delta guy. Yeah, so, even if you, if even typically, even if you don't buy a refundable ticket, which most people yeah. don't um, these days, you, it, you won't get your money refunded, but they'll allow you to use that as a flight credit in the future mm-hmm. within a certain window. I think Tony meant we talked, it was about a year from date of purchase. Yeah. As yeah. long as you rebook within a year, you can use it's that. Weird dollar credit for so which we already did we booked the flights we booked the flights today so we're good to Mm. go so yeah i'm i'm a little bit upset that i'm not going to see crystal palace next weekend i'm upset that i'm not doing this podcast from london today although it would have been kind of a stretch to do it today you you would have had to do a little earlier it would have been what one in one fifteen in the morning something like that yeah we would have to do a little earlier than that but uh it is what it is and um you know, we'll get through it and we'll talk about the loons today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we're going to loons, guys. I'm glad I was not watching it on the plane last night because, mm. frankly, I would have probably fallen asleep in the first half. And uh, then I would have been pissed off in the second half. But, you know, and, well, and let, speaking let alone of... the plane, like I, I wasn't even on the plane. I felt like falling asleep in the first half. Yeah. And, I, you know, full disclosure, I was on a plane. For the first were, half of this game, were, and then for well, the first half into the second half, I was on a plane mm-hmm. flying to Grand Rapids, Michigan, and so it was on a regional jet, a CRJ nine hundred, and oh, yeah. so they don't have the full blown internet that you might on some of your normal Delta uh, Delta flights, you know, your your typical mm-hmm. Airbuses or Boeing Boeing's, and uh, yeah, so it didn't. I had Wi Fi. I could I could. Um, text i could you know jump on you know espn and get updates mls get updates but it just it didn't i don't know if it's, it might also be a thing with apple tv like it knows it doesn't know where you are or it knows you're in yeah. there it says not not so i couldn't i couldn't yeah. stream it all i could do is follow along with uh you know make you know your guys's text messages and following along on mm-hmm. espn as i did but i guess Thank as God. it turns out i you know just for the best and then yeah I was driving. I was almost. I was 15 minutes from my hotel when 
I glanced down at my phone. I was driving. I glanced down at my phone and saw both the uh, Minnesota United update and your text messages. And I'm like, you know what I was saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's not let's not talk about that yet, guys. Let's talk about more fun stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, let's do that. Fantasy fantasy football today. I mean, oh, you said fun stuff, dude. Not, not that's not fun. Not for, not for you today. Connor? No, no. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We, I'm sorry. Our, I'm sorry. My best player today was Josh Allen, who who had a who had a decent day. Um, he did yeah. Nobody else did mm-hmm. shit oh. for me. I and, had, and... I, I I had um, Raheem Mostert, who did amazing last week, but not so much this week. Tyree Kill underperformed. Amon St. Brown did okay, but um, I had the Miami D today, Ooh, and they lost me yes. six points. So yeah, I, I might yeah. want to think about uh, picking up Sorry. a new defense. I think because um, they're like ranked number twenty-one right now, or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so I might want to pick sucks. one up. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I think you know. I'm in two leagues, and I I had Christian McCaffrey who scored forty plus points with four touchdowns, and yet I'm still mm-hmm. most likely going to lose that matchup, and then mm-hmm. I'm I, and somehow I'm going to win the other one. But to be fair, nobody probably cares about our fantasy football, our fake football teams, anyways. So <laughs> they do. <laughs> I do find it fun personally. I enjoy fantasy football, but uh, I'm sure pe- most people listening could care less how our individual teams did. But. Well, can I bring up a football story though, guys? I don't know if you guys saw Sam from Pot and Loons posted this on Twitter and Facebook about how he bought uh, Packers season tickets for his kids to be on the list, and they're be they're going to be low on the list anyways, and then. Uh, I guess a bunch of Detroit fans got tickets to the game at Lambeau on Thursday night. Yep. And so there's there a, a lot big of out- there. There were a there's lot a big of Lions out- fans there. Yeah. There's a big outrage uh, with Packer fans about that. And here's what I have to say about that. And, and I totally get it. Okay. Packers, it's a whole different thing. Connor, you know this. If David was here. He'd tell you the same thing. We, I totally understand the whole like, buying it for your kids or having somebody give it to you, like your grandparents give it to their parents or they even give it to you. I have that in my family kind of with my aunt and her uh, ex-husband or her husband who died years ago. He had Packers season tickets who gave it to his son, whatever, right? Um, in this day and age, guys, with being able to sell tickets on the internet so easily, this shit happens. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know how you get away from that. I really don't. You know, and I understand. I understand Sam's deal, right? He's got kids, and supposedly they're not getting in for like forty to fifty years from now. You know, so they'll be yeah. like in their sixties when they get them. Yeah, but you know, it, it's well, it's it's a sign of the times, right? I how do you see- stop? How do you how do you stop it? I didn't see his tweet or his post. I mean, so he obviously didn't sell tickets if he didn't have any. So what's what's the problem? Well, his his problem is that he bought them for his kids, and oh. people are selling them when they shouldn't be selling them. Uh, oh. And if they're not going to use them, he was his deal was if you're not going to use them for, you know, most of the games, the package you're just selling them to make your money back. Yeah. Why don't you just give those tickets up, right? Yeah. And I understand that. It's the Packers are a whole different thing. Okay. It was the Vikings. Nobody would give a shit about the Vikings, you know? And by the way, yeah. if you want to get season tickets to a football team and you live around here, get Vikings season tickets because we don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> who goes to those games anyways? Well, um, but the Packers are a little different, right, Connor? I mean, the Packers are it's a yep. 
small town type of deal, right? Yeah, it's a small town type of deal, and there's a lot of history there, and there's a lot of pride uh, in the, in that history, and so mm-hmm. uh, the fans take uh, take that uh, that pride and and put it into their uh, into their legacy. So it's um uh, yeah, it's a little different in the Packers. I I do get it, you know, like um uh, if you can't like I I think I kind of agree. I think I, I I agree with both sides in a way. I think like if you're if you if you have season tickets and you're not gonna make it to most of the games, uh, and you know you're not gonna make it, uh, I think one season of that is fine. Um, I and maybe even two. But if you're constantly not making it to a bunch of games, then you're just wasting your money there. You know, like you because you're buying Packers season tickets. Uh, with the hope of going to all the games, and then when you can't when you can't make it to all the games, you're counting on being able to sell them. Uh, which it's Packers tickets, you're probably going to be able to sell them. But uh, mm-hmm. if on the off chance you can't, you're losing money. So it's yeah. uh, it's a bad decision in that way. And I also agree with uh, with you, Tony, that uh, you know if you know you people sell tickets online, they can't really control who buys the tickets. And so the reason why so many Lions fans were there that night is because they're buying up all these tickets. They want to see the Lions play at Lambeau. And so I think it's, uh, you know, being a Packer fan, I'm a little biased, but I think it's very fair. I think it's a, I think it's a very fair thing to that uh, a bunch of Lions fans were there because they bought their tickets. So it's, uh, yeah. I think you run this problem now with Detroit though. I think you run with Minnesota going to Lambeau food. I think you probably, you've probably run with Chicago as well. Um, the only thing I could say that you could stop that from happening is saying, hey, if you have season, season tickets for the Packers, you can't put them up on SeatGeek. We're going to have something like other than SeatGeek that reserves it for Packer fans. And you have to like do something to make sure you're something crazy like that. There's right. no way you could do yeah. it, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, the, uh, I mean, it, it, I guess it, it doesn't really work that way in, uh, in in European soccer because they're they're meant to be um, uh, you know sections for yes. uh, the away yes. team and the home mm-hmm. team and there's not yes. a single fan in hell that would from the no. away team that would be caught dead in the home team section so mm-hmm. um, so it's it's a little different in soccer over there but over okay. over over here you know you've got that uh, that chaotic order if that makes any <laughs> sense. No, I'd, like to, uh, I'd like to uh, quote Dennis Green, former Minnesota Vikings uh, coach. There's a history with Green Bay mm. about, uh, you know, buying tickets and, and being a fan. And uh, I, under- I totally understand that. But for sure, it's it's I think uh, Green Bay uh, is probably the only NFL team that has this type of history. And it's different. Dave, I think you know. I mean, being a Vikings fan, we understand the history with Green Bay. We understand yeah. what Lambeau Field means to those guys. Um, and I'd be pissed off too if yeah. uh, fans were coming and, to my stadium that you know. Whatever. Well, the only, I mean, it's just it's a fact. I mean, there's other stadiums around the league with with that kind of hit. I mean, like Soldier Field in Chicago, to name one, the biggest Packers rival, I suppose, and. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, the only reason we're even having this conversation is probably just because, you know, um, I, I, I it's it's unusual. I guess it's it's because the Detroit Lions have been hyped up, you know, for the yeah. better part of a year since, you know, they finished strong last season. A lot of hype going into the preseason. So guess what? 
Bears or Lions fans have been down for a long time and now they're they're excited. So they're snapping up the opportunity to say, hey, we can go to Lambeau and we might actually have a chance to win this game. True. So I think it's that. So I don't they are you know getting it's... vocal this year. Lions yeah. fans are they they have they are more vocal this year than I have ever seen them. Yep. So and that's it. And because that, normally, you know, Green Bay, you you won't see that. You just won't see that very often. You'll see a smattering of opposing colors like you normally would, but you wouldn't see that many uh, Detroit Lion fans. But this was just a perfect storm. And I'm, yeah. it won't nor- it won't normally be like that going forward. Yeah. You know, maybe unless you know, things really fall off for uh, Green Bay. But I, 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 mean, I think it's a one-off here. We'll see. Think of where Detroit's been for the past 20 years, guys. I mean, they've been down. I mean, yeah. they need an opportunity to kind of come up, you know? I mean, yeah. it's a one-off thing. And by the way, uh, Sam, Connor, David, if you listen to this podcast, if you guys don't want to deal with that shit, become a Vikings fan. They have to worry about it. Yeah. They don't. <laughs> really, you don't. Well, you just have to deal with the fact that you know we you feel down about yourself every fucking year. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, you know, don't downplay the Minnesota Vikings fan base because it's pretty good. And they've they've had you know, if not a technically a sellout, near sellouts for a very yeah. long time. We, you know, yeah. going back to the late nineties. So they they're doing yeah. okay, and it's and it's yeah. mostly purple usually, yeah. except for the uh, except yeah. for the Bears and Packers games, of course. Now Detroit probably this year too. I mean, no, I suppose yeah. we'll have that to look forward to. I'm sure. Yeah. Yep. Packers are going um, to Detroit on Thanksgiving, so that'll be a, oh, yeah. a game. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the reason we're talking about this, guys, is well, I brought it up because Sam, of course, uh, a potty moons guy. Uh, and I like to bring up stuff that they talk about, but also because we lost uh, a big uh, podcast slash uh, uh, information station with soda mm-hmm. soccer uh announcing jeremy rushing announcing that they were done he was done with soda soccer for now um which is huge guys i i, I truly believe that uh jeremy did a great job oh, yeah. uh with oh, what he had sure. going on yeah. he put up a lot of, he put a lot of equity into it i think he put he's trying to put a lot of stuff up there he had he had uh, writers he had people he had press passes well the, yeah to, i was gonna say you know, this year he had credentials so he was at the games yeah. He was yeah. at the home games. He was at the training yeah. sessions, and I was a I'm I was a, a Patreon subscriber, and I really mm-hmm. enjoyed listening to that post game and post training audio. Yeah, thing I'm gonna miss the most, and and maybe they'll do these every once in a while still is their post loons content. Like to mm-hmm. they usually come out about half hour after the game ends on YouTube, right? Yeah, and I think it's just a great great way to watch a recap maybe get a, a different point of view that you weren't thinking about and yeah i'm really gonna miss that so maybe maybe we'll still see a little of that in the future i hope so well maybe we could i'm gonna talk to jeremy about this maybe we could do something called drunk loons and have us <laughs> uh get drunk during the game and then talk about no i'm just kidding but in <laughs> all honesty jeremy and his staff did a great job he paid those guys um uh money uh, for doing it it wasn't like a free thing going on and um we use some of his content on this podcast we talked about some of his uh stuff his guys would uh, talk about from training or whatever on this podcast so it, it's a big it's a big loss um uh for minnesota united fans uh now we just have the mainstream media stuff uh from star tribune and in the, and the uh, pioneer press uh which kind of sucks you know i mean 
we don't get the inside stuff. I think Jeremy and his team really did a lot of more in-depth stuff that those guys would kind of leave out. You know, we get a little bit more like details about things. Yeah. Um, so that's, 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 that's terrible, but uh, totally understandable. I know where he's coming from. He, he talked about in his uh, thing on Twitter that he had got a new job and that was taking a lot of his time. Plus he got a family to deal with and, you know, I, good luck to him. And hopefully he comes back and does something else with the loons, uh, bring something back. Cause we're going to miss it. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully something so, comes back. It was it was a great source to have. So I I really enjoyed reading his tweets on there. So yeah. yeah. Again, there's no there's no uh rivalry between us and uh, any podcasts on this uh for the loons here. We're not uh you know yeah I think we're all in the same boat. So um let's talk about beers, guys, because we're gonna need them to talk about the loons uh, game last night. Mm. I've been trying to. I've been trying to hold it off for as much as I can. I can't. I got nothing else to say. Nothing else to talk about here. Um, <laughs> let's. Uh, <laughs> I'll. I'll go first because Dave and I went to uh, Omni Friday night. Grabbed myself a crowler. Dave did not because he knew he was flying out. So I grabbed a crowler of the uh, Hollow Notes, Hollen Oats. Holland oats, not hall and oats, but Holland oats. Like they're Holland. It is, yes, it is their uh, hazy IPA. It comes in at five point one percent. It is fantastic, boys and girls. It's uh, you guys see the? Oh, we probably can't see because oh. it's, oh. it's doing this thing here. But barely. Nope, there's a haze there, right yep, there. There's nice. a haze. There's a haze. But uh, it is a fantastic beer, guys. Ah, oh, I'm enjoying it immensely. Um. It's at five point one percent. Doesn't get. It's not too heavy for you. You can drink it. It's got great drinkability. Um, you taste the haze in it. Uh, it's it's fantastic. There's not much more to say about it. And again, it's Omni, so they make great beers. Uh, before I move on, though, I did want to mention that um, not Nordic Nordic Brewing in Monticello and. There's another brewery at Rustech Brewing. Sorry, Rustech Rust Brewing. That's right. Um, they put out a thing on Twitter and, and not probably Twitter, but Facebook saying they're they're actually going moving down to Saturdays and Sundays being open. They're not gonna be open during the week anymore. They're having some monetary issues. They opened an event area and it hasn't been going well for them next to where they were at. Um so they are looking for people to come out and buy beer. So if you're in the Monticello area, I don't know if anybody listens to their podcast in the Monticello area, go to Rustech, buy a beer, buy two beers, buy three beers, buy a crowler, buy a growler. Give me your love. Um, I knew from the beginning, guys, when Monticello was opening two breweries around the same time, I knew it was, was going to kind of be an issue for them. And um, Nordic has gone a different route. They've done some they have some bands playing and they've got some like food and whatever. Rustech was keeping like the whole like just the brewery thing going. Um, so they have some great beers up there. So get up there and uh, try their beers. Um, Connor, what are you drinking tonight? 
Uh, well, I am not drinking a beer, but a cider tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, <clears throat> I have uh, actually it's an it's a new uh, it's a new place. We have never uh, I, I guess it's not technically a brewery because they, they don't make beer, but um, it is they are called Wild State Cider, and they are out of Duluth, Minnesota. And uh, I am drinking their semi-dry apple um uh, ap- apple cider. It's six point three ABV, and it looks like we have it's gluten free, never from any concentrate. Uh, has some, uh, and it has fresh pressed apples in it. Mm. And it looks like uh, <clears throat> that's what they say. Actually, it literally says in the can: ingredients, fresh pressed apples. Yep, that's it. In quotes, no. Wow. <clears throat> um. So it's uh, it's an it it's it's a good cider. I, I'm not usually a big cider drinker. Um, but but I decided to go a different route tonight, and it is good. I like the I, I like the apple cider, but I'll tell you, I wish I had gotten a pear cider because pear ciders are delicious. Um, heard heard things. Yeah, it's up in Duluth, Minnesota. I think it's right by uh, Ursa Ursa Minor Brewery up there. Actually, it is. So. It's literally down the street, and I um. I was very near there um, in January when I was last up in Duluth. I, I actually went to Duluth Cider, which is maybe a block or two away from Wild State Cider. So okay, and I and I but I didn't feature I didn't feature it on the uh, pod. But so yeah, I know right where that is. I've seen it. I've seen their their ciders as well, but I haven't tried yet. Nice. Don't drink. Yeah, that's good. Drink. I like it. Dave's not a cider guy. I, I, you know, I, I, I like it every time I have it. I, I just, I just don't have a lot of it, I guess. So I probably should have yeah. more, more often. It is refer- refreshing. So same. Yeah. My, my, my wife's more of a cider drinker than I am, but, uh, but I'll drink one every now and then. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is Austin a cider drinker? Is he a cider guy? Uh, some, some virgin apple cider, maybe. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, you yeah. say I was talking about like alcoholic drinks, kind of hard no. cider. No, <laughs> yes, that. it's you. Same. You've been drinking since four thirty, Tony. So yes, I absolutely, no. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, terrible. Uh, Dave, do you have something from Michigan tonight? I do that tonight. Yeah, I'm happy. I wasn't. Uh, I it wasn't a frantic rush back to the hotel this evening, fortunately. So I actually did have time to at least stop off at a convenience store and get some uh, local craft beer. So mm-hmm. I actually did find a, I'm in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I think I mentioned that. So I actually found some beer from a brewery called Founders uh, Brewery right here in yeah. Grand Rapids. Oh, so oh that's, that's in, uh, that's in yeah. Grand Rapids. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Founders, wow. Founders Brewery. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I certainly have not, I, at, at least that I know of, I don't think I've ever had a beer from Founders, but is it something you can find in Minnesota? Would you say? Yes. Yeah. You okay. can yes, find you it can. pretty much. You have mm-hmm. they, their all day IPA is, uh, mm-hmm. is, uh, pretty much findable anywhere here in Minnesota and Wisconsin. I actually it's almost, a- <clears throat> I actually almost did bring a Founders beer onto the podcast tonight. That would have uh, been funny. But uh, yeah, I ended up going. Yeah. I knew it wasn't Minnesota, so I right. ended up. Yeah. Founders, yeah. Well, perfect. Yeah, I mean, I, I basically went to. I don't know what it was. I mean, it was more or less a Seven Eleven, but they had a, a actually a decent beer cave, so I was able to find some. I had a few choices, and this just popped out. So, in fact, Connor, perfect. You mentioned it. That's what I'm having. I'm having the all day IPA. They had yeah. they had several that I could have chosen from, but this one's made a lot of sense. And uh, once I actually looked at the can and, and this is just perfect. It's all the IPA. It's a session ale. And so it's, it's really, 
it's really clean and crisp, easy drinking for an IPA. You know, the, you know, the bitter hoppy, maybe aftertaste doesn't stay in your mouth a long, at a long time at all. Uh, it's very crushable, very drinkable. In fact, it's only, um, 4.7%, uh, alcohol by volume. So yeah, it's just one of those beers that you can have that IPA taste, session ale, ale taste, enjoy that, but it's not going to hit you over the head. Like, you know, a beer that's seven or what was the one that I had the other night that was 10%. So, yeah. So yeah, that's, this, that's why they call it the, uh, the all day actually, because you can crush those all day without getting super drunk. Yeah. It's know? perfect. And I didn't know this until tonight, but yeah, they do have like a whole all day series. They have the all day IPA, which I'm drinking. They have an all day haze, all day West coast. Um, the West coast is phenomenal. It's very good. So yeah, it is a really cool series where, yeah, you can have that, that, uh, that, that, uh, IPA taste and, uh, just, but at the same time being clean crisp and very easy drinking beer so yeah i'm impressed and it was a good choice for tonight so considering i'm out here for work so founders yeah we again we have that around here so go check it out all right good stuff yeah um do you guys want to check out the brewery while you're up You, you should check out the brewery while you're up there Dave. If I have, yeah, if I have the chance, it wouldn't be a bad idea. I mean, I, yeah. the likelihood of me just having an off day are kind of slim to none, but yeah, I was looking at the map because I was curious how far away it is from where I am right now. I'm kind of on the Northwest side of town, whereas uh, Founders is, is right downtown, just a block or two from the river. So yeah, it, it would be, it looks like it'd be a really cool brewery to check out big space. So oh, nice. I nice. think they have food there as well. And so, yeah, would, so we'll see. Maybe, maybe I will on this or another well, trip. So. Great beers and ciders tonight, guys. Um, I don't want to talk about last night's game. It, I really this don't. is becoming a common theme here over the last it month. Is. Now, <clears throat> granted, we're into a new month of October, but all the games that uh, we're kind of referencing have been from September. What's the damage for September? Was there six games in September? I think there was. Um, yeah, and um, they got well, a grand total of two points out of those six MLS games. That's that's pretty. Uh, somebody three, put out a, three. They got three points. Three out of six. Three points out of six games in September. Somebody put out some on Twitter saying they played like so many games in September, and they've gotten three points out of it, and they could have gotten like ten points or twelve points out of it if they stayed ahead. So I I don't know, but let's. Not sugarcoated, guys. Yeah. Uh, last night's game yeah. against San Jose in Minnesota at Allianz Field. Connor was not there. Thank God you weren't there, Connor. Yeah, uh, because I sold my tickets. Yeah, good, good job. Yeah. Um, this is a game, guys, that we we needed to win. We needed three points out of this. We've we'd lost two in a row at home, um, and we needed points. We need points. We need points. It's the end of the season. Yeah. Four game going to this game. There's four games left. We need fucking points. And the nice thing about this game is Ray was back, which mm-hmm. was fantastic. Um, but our lineup was a little weird because who was it? Uh, we had Dotson starting at the, the left, left, left wing, left wing, left wing. Exactly yeah. right. So, before we can get this game, guys, my question is: 
we all love Sonny Dawson. I think he's doing a great job this year. Yeah, I see some stats. They're great, but don't we think we have better attacking players for left wing than Hassan Dotson? And, and well, I know. I, well, I here's the here's the question, and and I think a lot of people are probably wondering. We haven't seen ITS, you know, Tazuri Shroudy in a couple games, right? It's well, right, and, and he yeah. certainly in the in the short time that he's been here with Minnesota, he's proven to be, you know, at least relatively mm-hmm. quality in the attacking sense. And so mm-hmm. I, I know he doesn't play left wing, but certainly we've seen Bongi play on the left, you know, and you can mm-hmm. see Shroudy on the right wing where maybe he's a little more comfortable. So I think a lot of people are asking why we haven't seen that or why we don't see that, you know, heading into this. You're right. Well, you know who a else, people- uh, <clears throat> you know, who else wasn't on the the squad uh, last night was Joseph Rosales too. Uh, True that. Um, True that. Yeah. He, uh, I think even he would have been a, a better a better option mm-hmm. than uh, than Hassan Dotson to start in that position for sure. Well, yeah, and he wasn't even available. Was he? He, he was yeah. hurt. Oh, is he hurt? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. 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 Um, so I mean, you got to deal with what you have. But. The Shroudy thing, Dave, is funny you bring that up because on social media there was a lot of uh, free TS, uh, which means free to Jerry Shroudy because he didn't come in at all yesterday, which. It's surprising because the guy has brought some energy to the squad uh, previously, but I, I again, I, I'm not Adrian Heath. I don't know what the fuck he's thinking. There's yeah. my first swear word. There's yeah. my first word of the night. Well, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I don't. And Tony, you said it. Dotson is, you know, he he's a a good player. There's no doubt about it. It's just he's great. Is he in his best spot? You know, and I think the problem with where he's at is, oh. you know, and I this is this was pointed out as well, but it, but it's not it's obvious when you're watching the game. To be fair, I wasn't watching much of last night's game, but I mean, he, he doesn't have the pace, you know, in my opinion, to play in that position. You know, that's why you'd much rather see, you know, some more speed on those wings. And and right. I think Dotson yeah. just is not on the top of the list when it comes to speed on this club. So I think that that's a problem. You know, when they're trying to find when well, he's when trying to catch up speed. when he's trying to catch up the balls that he's never going to get to just things like that, you know, on the wing, he just hasn't been as successful. When you talk about speed, you don't really have a lot of options altogether on on Minnesota, especially in that position. You have Bongi who is very fast, but uh, other than that, I mean, I I can't really think of much who who else would be a good speedster in that position. Uh, Not even Ray, Mm -hmm. to be honest. Ray is very skillful, but he's not super fast. So it's I think, uh, I think I think TS would have been better. But oh yes, I agree for sure. Or 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 Franco. Yeah. Franco and TS mm-hmm. on your bench. Okay. I get the fact that we Dotson is a great player this year. He's done a lot of different things. His stats and his ratings show he's great. But in a game like this, is it best to put you- Dotson up there? Or keep him on the bench for later. Yeah, you know and I mean, mean? Yeah. It, it, I mean, I guess it depends on what you think of the you know the Gregish Trap you know pairing. I you know I think most Minnesota fans that, who are fans of Dotson as well would rather see him in the defensive mid somewhere, you know. But but obviously Heath has gone with that pairing. But and it's just it's 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 Heath, you know. It's it's interesting where where he'll he'll stick with certain lineups, um, almost stubbornly so it seems like and it just kind of seems the case here that the difference is 
I mean, was he, 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 he was awfully eager to get Ethan Bristow back in the lineup considering what he did against the galaxy. So um, that, that was another interesting change uh, in the lineup. So let's talk first half guys, because there's nothing to talk about the first half. <laughs> I, I like what, there isn't, there isn't, but I did like the text that David's, it was the first text that I got about the game after my plane took off. And it was David basically with a, a short paragraph saying, I'm surprised how well this team is playing. Uh, passing's looking good. Uh, yeah. Possession's okay. I think I can't oh, remember possession. what else he threw yeah. in there. Oh, yeah. Possession. possession is great, but that, of course, never works out. For now, to be fair, that was, I think, game. like 10 minutes into the game. It was, <clears throat> yeah. It wasn't it was pretty early into the game. Yeah. yeah. Possession, we don't do shit with. Hello? I don't understand this team. We get possession, and we don't do anything with it. Yeah. And, and, and I just, it pisses me off. I'm like, damn it, you guys. You have possession. You have it there. I mean, it's it's there for you to take, and we can't do anything with it. If Dave's yeah. so pissed, he left. He left the podcast right now. <laughs> gone, yeah, he left. Oh, oh Dave's so okay. Dave's yeah. so pissed about possession, he had to walk away. Yeah, no, I, I had, had to enough. walk away. Enough of this yeah, conversation. Yeah, enough of that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it, it's true. Like, it, it just makes you wonder what they practice on the training ground as far as possession goes. You know, it's because uh, this has been. <clears throat> I mean, again, it. It's again a broken record story for us. We've talked about mm-hmm. this for years. How we are not a possession team when we're playing at our best, and when we do have possession, we don't win games most mostly. Um, so it's uh, it just makes you wonder what kind of uh, drills they're running on the training ground to try and keep possession, uh, but not score. Basically, I, yeah. I'm gonna ask a question to both you guys. I'm gonna say say what I believe first. I'll ask you guys the same question. You're at home, okay? You're down in the playoff rankings right now. You're a couple points out. You're playing San Jose, which is a decent team, but not the great team. You should be able to take them, right? At home, you should be able to beat them, for sure. Exactly right. I want us to step on the gas as much as possible in the first half of this game. I want them to be a pedal of the metal. I want Ray. I want Pookie. I want whoever's up front, Bongi, Dotson. I want them flying up top. I don't give a shit about possession. I give a shit about scoring goals and, and making attempts here. Am I wrong? Connor, am I wrong? About that? No, absolutely not. Everybody wants that. I, we we need more. When you have the possession that you have, you should be getting more shots on or even off goal. And so it's, it, I mean, again, it's a broken record. You just, when you have the, the talent that we have, because I think Bongi's talented. I think that Dotson is talented. Ray is the, is the star of the team, of course. And then Pookie's the proven goal scorer that Minnesota has hopefully always needed. Um, and, so with that talent, you should be putting more goals on the on, on on the on the score sheet, and you should be with with that kind of possession. You shouldn't be dropping games like they have been in the month of September. Which, by the way, yes, it is true that uh, out of six games, we got three points in September. By the way, I, I confirmed that. Um, but uh, yes, you're absolutely right. It's uh, it and it is infuriating to see 
that all this possession work is going nowhere. And it, that's why, you know, either you need to change up your tactics or change up your coaching. That's it. And we've, I well, think, you know, the thing is about that is that Heath likes to change up his, change up his tactics pretty regularly anyway. So, um, let's not check yeah. Heath out, Heath out yet. Okay. Dave, uh, though, I, I think did, gonna, did, but, didn't yeah. we already do that? Yeah. We did. Dave, are we right there? I mean, the fact is you're at home against San Jose. Well, I mean, yeah. you're, 100% you're right. And I, I don't need to argue that, but I'll just add to it and say, you know, especially this season, this season of all seasons, it's not like you're sitting up in second or third place in the table, you know, trying to pay, play conservative down the road, you know, protecting, you know, a lead in the standing. This is the exact opposite. You're below the playoff line. Yeah. Um, there should be a sense of urgency, sense you know, even a sense of desperation, um, and com- compile that all. Com- you know, add to the fact that this team has won a total of three games at home this season. You know, in what in sixteen matches they've won three. You yeah. know, granted they've they've draw they've drawn a lot of games. I think nine, but that they've only been able to win three games. So, so in this season especially, you want to see it more than ever. You're sitting in what eleventh place before this game started. After this game started as well, but we'll get to that. Uh, desperation time. We're, we're several points down. This against a San Jose club who's who's above us in the table. It's an extremely important game. So yeah, you don't want to be conservative here. You want to see some excitement at Allianz field, something we really haven't seen a lot of this year. And, and so, yes, hundred percent in the first half, you need to, you, you need to step on their throat and take control of this game in the first half. Cause here's, this is a, uh, our, our friend of the pod, former guest on the pod, Bridget McDowell pointed out yesterday before the match, I think before the match, um, uh, started that she she said out of 37 matches played in 2023 minnesota united fc has lost a lead or draw in the second half nine times and so of course that it was 10 times greeter pointing out okay now 10 times after yesterday seven times seventh time after 70 minutes so yeah. is there do you, this team should be extremely <laughs> motivated to 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 step on you know the not the literal throws, but to, to really go after it the first half and, and just take command of the game early, not wait for yeah. something to happen late. Because so, what happens late is not usually good for this club this year. So Exactly. And, the, uh, you know, it's we've seen it so many times whenever we're in a – whenever we've put ourselves in a situation where we know we can't win either just one single game or or getting through on, on uh, maybe getting a home playoff spot. It's been a few years now since we haven't made the playoffs, but um, – but when we it unfortunately we have seen this before where when we do start to play really really well it's too little too late and you've so you'll see it in when when we've when we've gone down maybe three one in a game to uh to lafc or or la galaxy or something like that um <clears throat> you then we'll all of a sudden within the, net, the last 20 minutes we'll start playing out of our heads and unfortunately it won't uh we will we will have played some great soccer but it won't be enough because we're we're just down by too much and we've so we've seen it way too so i you know i'm i'm i think i'm really going to be pissed off if i see that again right now because yes we are still uh technically in the playoff race and we like we could still make it i'm very conflicted about whether or not i want them to at this point um no we're yeah. not Connor, we're it, done, Connor. Yeah. Oh, it's it's done. over. <laughs> yeah. 
guys only, only call only Colorado is eliminated in the West. So guys, there's guys, no. The fact is, and I put this on the text message last night. The first half, there was no urgency in this team. Mm-hmm, Dave brought funny. it up. There was no urgency in this team. There was no play where it's like we have to win this game. We have yeah. to score goals. That pisses me off a lot. When you know that every game moving forward counts, right? You have four games left. That's a total of, what, 12 points available to you. Three games left. And now it's three. Yeah, well, last night was three. Games now, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, but at going into the four. game. Yeah, yeah. Last four. night was four. So you have 12 possible points left. You want to get 12 points. You need to get 12 points. Where's the urgency in this? The first half looked like nobody gave a shit about anything. Yeah. We both don't sides. fucking care. We, yeah. yeah, you're right, Connor. Both sides. Which totally sucks because San Jose is the away team, right? Right. If they don't give a shit, then on our side we'd say, well, they don't give a shit, so we should give a shit and let's go. Let's get some fucking points here. Right? right. Didn't do it. Right. So we go into the half, guys, nil-nil, which frustrates the shit out of me as a fan of this team. I I have not been more frustrated for our first half than I was after the first half of this game. I didn't text you guys about it because I had nothing to fucking say about it. <laughs> There's just nothing. It's terrible. Nothing. It's terrible. Yeah. It really There's nothing was. to say. It was, There's nothing it was boring. To, it was. There's nothing yeah. to say about it that would make it any better than that. Then we come out of the half, guys. And, well, in the 56th minute, Pookie gets a goal. Okay? But that wasn't really a goal that... It was a fortunate... Uh, yeah. Like, fortunate, exactly yeah. right. It was, a, it was luck. It was luck. Yeah. Put it there. It was luck. The ball bounced to him on a rebound. He put it in the net. There you go. Right there. Yeah. It wasn't like we were doing anything crazy. We weren't. Our effort was still shitty at that point. He gets a lucky goal. Okay. Now we're up 1 0. All right. So, guess what happened? What always happens when we're up 1 0? What the fuck does Adrian Heath do? Parks the bus. He well, this was the weird. Fucking bus. Yeah. yeah. He does every fucking time. Yep. This pisses me off so much. Yep. I, 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 it, yep. It's. Join the fucking club, Tony. And and it's interesting, too. It's interesting, too, because we, you know, prior to that goal, uh, right at the right at right coming out of the half, he made a change that maybe we all kind of maybe wanted to see or thought we should see when when Frank Aponte came on. Now, he's kind of been out of favor this season, but at least maybe he can offer something different that Dotson can. Then you put Dotson back in the fullback spot. Maybe that makes more sense, you know, from attacking point of view. So maybe I'm not going to credit that. That substitution for for Pookie's goal, I don't think anybody would, but at least maybe maybe there was something there. But then Tony uh, continuing, I just want to bring that up as you as you bring in the next point. It's like okay, so they get the goal, and then they and then they you know then they park the bus so to speak. Um, but it's just the subs, the subs to follow were probably 
even more frustrating. I know Reynoso probably isn't a hundred percent. Maybe he isn't, but man, yeah, that is not the sub. That is the last sub you want to see. You know, yeah. uh, Ray coming off Ray, the pitch. Did, Ray I mean, you, not, you heard me. You heard me do the same rant last week about parking the bus, Tony. It doesn't work. It, doesn't work. it never. It never works never. for Minnesota. Yeah, ever. It it we what? always either lose the lead or we lose the game. But we'll we'll we won't come out. We will very rarely come out with three points when we park the bus, even if we're two goals up. It it doesn't it's... matter. We will lose the lead if oh. we if we park the bus. And I don't know what about the past results of when Adrian Heath park parks the bus that he doesn't get. It doesn't work. I don't know why he still tries it. My, I really don't know. My pro- Connor, my problem is with the Reynoso sub is he bring Valentin, right? Yeah. Why no, don't that, you sub that in? Sub made no sub, sub no sense whatsoever. Sub in Sang Bin. Yeah. Sub in Shizuri Shark. I don't give a shit. You cannot park the bus at home yeah. against San Jose, a team that also needs three fucking points. Yeah. Because here's the thing about you gotta, that, you, you, like when you when you make a sub, you you can't. You're absolutely right, Tony. You can't make a sub like Reynoso for Valentin coming on. You can't mm-hmm. do that. You have to like even though the 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 game plan was boring and it was uneventful, it still got us a goal and it still did enough to get us into the lead. Oh, and sorry. it and it for it at the time was enough to hold san jose off and so why bring ray off bring less attacking off and bring out bring on more defense if you're winning by two with five minutes left to play sure do it i i i can understand that a lot more you but you can't that sub makes no sense when you've already got a strategy that is working enough that can, that'll get you the three points, and yes, it, it, enough is a is a long it, it is is a reach pretty well, pretty much. It, you guys are you can't you guys are going along a little too strong. I think. I mean, they he do, they do bring in Saint Ben later. I mean, certain Maybe. things happen. Too late. Too late. <laughs> no. no, it's just Dave, funny. Stop being positive. Come on. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, no positive I'm, about. I'm being stop. facetious. I'm being facetious about yeah. how it's like back and forth. Oh, oh, now we you know now we got to get more offensive after after it's too late you know it's just just... yeah we've talked we've talked about this so this year this year so many fucking times you score a goal score another one and score another one after that quit putting our defense on the line because our defense isn't what it used to be you know a couple years ago you could do that and he did do that but this defense is not a couple of years ago Okay, we can't do that anymore. You can't, you can't trade out Ray for Valentin, and and think it's going to be okay. I, this is not going to be. It's not going to be good. It pisses me off. And guess what happens? Four. Yep. Let's see. Four minutes. No, six minutes after Valentin comes in, San Jose scores a goal. Six minutes. After you park the fucking bus, San Jose scores a goal. Oh, I would even say they parked the bus long before that. They, they did. They, yeah. But 
But again, Ray was still in there, Connor. So there was a chance of offense. Right. But six minutes. Hey, come on. Come on. And then you know what he tries to do? Then right after that, he tries. Well, now we're going to try to do some. We're going to get. Oh, St. Ben's coming in now. We try to go offense. No. That's, no, too little, too late. Too, too late. Yeah. You're right. Just say, it's oh, they ridiculous. scored a goal. Now it's time to put some more offense in. You have you have six minutes left plus overtime. That yeah. plus extra time. That's it. You really think that putting Sang Bin, who has scored what, twice since he came to Minnesota? Once. Once. And you really think that's gonna be the answer? No. To get you out of the yeah. No, no that I'm not buying it. No way. Guys, man. And what and what do you think about that that, that goal in general? I I don't know. To me, I, I I can look at it over and over again. I I think generally just lazy defense, laziness, lazy shit. Too too yeah. lazy. Just given too shit. much space. Credit to credit to San Jose. I mean, they 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 oh. had they had numbers. They had numbers, and it was a nice ball in. But man, yeah, it just well, no credit to San Jose. It's on Adrian Heath. Yeah, for parking the damn bus, Dave. Right, right. We've seen this before. This is terrible. He's done this numerous fucking times this year, and it's unacceptable. Unacceptable. We cannot, as a team, move forward doing what we did last night. Doesn't work. No, no. You, you Three gave points up. on the line. Three points on the line. Yeah. You gave up Ridiculous. one goal at home. You, you should win a game like that most times. You should. More times than not, you should win a game where you only give up one or less at home. And and we've seen too many draws. Draws are even, you know, draws in that case. So, yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's incredibly inf- it's incredibly frustrating. There's no doubt about it. So, and it's a poor result. And he's he's getting, you know, it's it's everybody's being critical right now. And I think that's fair. Absolutely. Because we've, it's just, we, we've seen too much of it. We lose this game, guy. We don't lose this game. We tie this it game. It feels like a loss. It's it a, a loss of two points. It's, it's points dropped it was a for sure. Yeah. Uh, he comes out at the press conference and says, well, we, we want to win, but sometimes it doesn't fucking happen. Blah, 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 blah. No. No. You should have won this damn game. I don't give yeah. a shit. You're at home. You haven't won games at home this year. We haven't seen Wonderwall play for like a month now. At least. Yeah. At least. This is ridiculous. This this is poor management. This is poor management. You have the most this team has the most talent I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, you have to go back to you you have to go back to the to the final game in August where you're gonna when when Minnesota beat Colorado three 0 was That's last the last time. time we won. Yeah. Talent, talent, guys. Talent. This team has talent. It does. And guess what? Yeah. Ha- and guess what? If you don't use that talent correctly, you lose games, you tie games, you lose point, you you drop points. Yeah. This is yeah. ridiculous. It, it's definitely debatable, but since Ray came back. Um, you know, it's clearly one of the most talented squads that this team has had since coming into MLS, if not the most, but it's certainly one of the most top two or three at worst, if not, if not top one or two, but number so, one, 
Yeah, something something is is it, it is. We saw it last night. We already talked about it. it. It comes down to coaching and tactics. There's no doubt about it. Players need to to play, but this just there was a lack of energy. And where, why, why? It's your final. You know, it's your fourth to last game. You know, at home. You know, you only have one more game at home after after that, and I, I believe. And so you should think if any game these guys were going to show up, you know, it would have been last night against a club that's just a few points ahead of them, at least, you know, in the standing. So yeah, it's, it's mind boggling, really. This one, this one stings, you know, obviously because we're getting down to the end of the season, but I don't know. It, it would well, sting any time of the year. Let's talk about guys. The last three games of the season, because it's not a freaking easy, like shooting fish in a barrel type of deal. Nothing has been. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> no. Yeah. Wednesday night, Wednesday night. Late game, LAFC. Yeah, and but, it's not LAFC's is is fighting for their their position. Obviously, they're not going to catch St. Louis. Um, I shouldn't say obviously, but no, I don't think they will. There's they're ten points back, um, with three to play, I believe. So they aren't going to catch St. Louis, but they are. They're playing for playoff positioning. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're right there with Seattle in the standings, and and Houston's only a couple points be, below them. So they have everything to play for as as far as looking for a home match you know, in the first round of the playoffs. So LAFC sitting second. It's That's a tough game midweek, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Then uh, Saturday, we get the Galaxy well, here in all Field. An easy game. But... The f- final game. Well, we, we've, 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 tr- we've tried to see easy games here, Dave. I mean. No, uh, no our... there hasn't been. No, I guess. <laughs> yeah, there are one easy game, I think, was that Colorado game that we last won. Yep. Um, and yeah. that was it. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that LA what Galaxy is, game in LA just a couple weeks ago. The one where Minnesota had a, a three one goal win. lead. A three to one lead. Yeah. Lead, oh. yeah. oh boy. Yeah. Uh, Saturday. Yeah. It's here. It's Saturday. Yeah. The last home game of and the And then the funny thing is then we have a bye week. Which yeah. again makes we makes no sense. We've talked we've talked about MLS scheduling before. What are the Wednesday game? We have three games in like seven days, and then we have a bye week. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck? What the fuck? It's, it's, you know, no, I was wondering, and I don't know, but I was wondering, you know, I believe um, at, le- at least in the past year or two, t- clubs have had their choice as far as whether to have matches scheduled during, um, you know, FIFA international breaks, international <laughs> window breaks, or, but if you do, if you decide not to do that, then that might be more midweek games. They used to have the scheduling like that. I wonder if they have any say in when their bye weeks are. If they do, I can only imagine Heath thinking, "Oh, let, let's schedule a bye week for the for the for the the week before decision decision day, so we can be all fresh and re- you know ready to go." All fresh. <laughs> Everybody's ready to go. Uh, I, the question the question is going to be during that bye week: Are 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 we just sitting here in misery for another week uh, because we know that mathematically it's not realistic? Or could be impossible for this club to secure a playoff spot. You're so. right, Dave. It could be. It's possible. So decision, yeah. decision, mm-hmm. decision day could mean nothing for us. But it, it might mean nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The last week of the season, guys, we have Saturday, October 21st. We have SKC in SKC yep. at eight eight o'clock. It's a late start. It's an um, eight o'clock game. Eight o'clock was what they say on the on the. Uh, MLS thing. I don't know. But it wouldn't be surprising, Connor, because they want to like start the games kind of the same 
I think maybe the Central games are all started at eight o'clock because they want to start at the same as the West, maybe. Uh, all, all the all the really? West typically they start all the West games at the same time. They start all the East games at the same time. So maybe everybody's right. starting eight o'clock. Right. In, in the past, in the past, I, I feel like decision day in October would usually be like in the late mid afternoon time. It's time. been earlier, yeah. It's last last year. I think the the East so, games had their two p.m. starts, and then we well, have our like four or five p.m. starts. So Remember with now. With with Apple TV, you get the pro- yeah, they probably exactly. push for the for the st- you know primetime games. Apple TV so, started yeah. this whole thing, so yeah. So draw last night, guys, against San Jose. Let's make predictions for the next week's weekend's game. Well, no, actually, we have two games, guys. It's two games, yeah. Make predictions for LAFC at LAFC. I'll just and Galaxy yeah. here. So. Round the horn, guys. Let's make them both same time. Uh, Connor, you go first. LAFC and Galaxy. Two predictions. No way we're winning an LAFC. Not if we're performing the way that we are now. LAFC is at home. They're second in the West. I think we're losing. I I think we're losing three 0 in LAFC. I, there's no way we're winning that. And then mm-hmm. LA Galaxy. I mean, we're at home, but home hasn't really meant much for much for us this year. Uh, LA Galaxy are not a good team this year. They're one of the few that I think are still below us in the standings. Um, so it, I think that being said, it's going to be an entertaining game or it's going to be incredibly boring. Um, but, uh, I, I'm going to say one nil Minnesota. Um, I, I think we get the win against LA Galaxy here. Uh, it's the last home game of the year so i think that will give the uh the players a little bit more um motivation just bef- just after their visit to lafc and right before the long break before de- decision day so a win a-, a loss a bad loss against lafc and a short and a, a really close win against uh, la galaxy i think that's what it's going to be great uh dave what do you think yeah i, I like a lot of what colin or sorry Connor just said um, what just to throw out there, the uh, the decision day games, just because we're talking about it, the East will play their games at 5 p.m. So we got oh. 5 p.m. and 8 p.m. window. I feel like it was earlier in the past, like we said. But yeah, no, I I'm sorry, but I think I went the entire month of September, all six games uh, predicting wins for this club. I might have thrown in a draw or two in, in those six games. But you know what? It's just getting I feel like I'm just kicking myself in the nuts. And you know, getting these predictions wrong, so I won't do it anymore. After after what I saw in September, uh, with the the three losses and three draws, I, I'm going with a loss as well. Especially when you're talking about midweek in LA, uh, going to LA against a good club. I'm going to say maybe not, almost as negative, but not quite. I'll, I'll go two two one loss uh, to LAFC midweek, and then coming back home, I also agree. Gosh darn it! Something good has got to happen at the end of the season, even if it, it too little, too late. We're gonna hear Wonderwall one more time before the season ends, at least, and it'll be against LA Galaxy. I'll go, I'll go two nil uh, win for the for the Loons at home. Now that and so will it will it be too little, too late because that's that'll time will tell, but it, it might yeah. very well be. I mean, I think if they get three points in the next two games. I think there'll be a scenario where they could get in, but it might not be a pretty one. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be negative, guys. Uh, LSC game, 
three to one loss. The jury sure already gets a goal uh, late in the game because Heath finally brings him in to give us some offense, and we, he shows like, hey, I can do that. Three one loss against LFC, and then the Galaxy at home. I'm saying that's a two to one loss because fuck it. Uh, Heath doesn't make the playoffs this year. And we all go into the offseason thinking, oh, is it Heath out? They found out, we find out truly whether or not Heath has something on the front office that we don't know about. And he keeps his fucking job mm. because frankly, he shouldn't. I mean, I'm, I, yeah. I don't. If you, you missed the playoffs this year, I think you should keep your job, but yeah, we'll I, see. It's it, yeah. I, I, why we we can save the speculation for the off season if it lasts that long, but yeah, it, it's it's not good. Not not with the squad they had this year, but yeah. With so just a just a little update. The other matches happening on Wednesday night, by the way, besides LAFC and Minnesota. Uh, the ones that are relevant to us, St. Louis and Vancouver are playing in Vancouver. Vancouver has the sixth spot right now. Um, so if they lose, that, that could potentially be good for us in the long run, uh, but we'll see what happens. LA, LA Galaxy are at the Seattle Sounders, and you've also got uh, FC Dallas hosting Colorado Rapids as well. Nice. Hmm. Um, so that it's, that could be a big game, and then of course you've got the Dynamo going up to Montreal. Yeah, but, it's uh, it's it's the Dallas game. You'd you'd love to see Dallas hover there at you know as Dallas is currently sitting in ninth at forty one points. Yeah, with with three games to play, just like Minnesota. Um, but if they if they stayed at forty one points, that that would be positive. But uh, yeah, because a win just makes it that a win for Dallas against the you know bottom of the West Colorado just makes it that much more difficult than you're looking at needing, you know, basically, you know, you're four points behind San Jose and eighth um, at the moment. So you're going to need a couple of results. So it, it, it's yeah. going to be tough. It's an uphill climb, but we should expect that after last night's game. There's no doubt about it. So all my hope for the squad guys went out last night with a draw. Sorry. Yeah. Well, it did. I mean, ultimately I, Tony, ultimately, Hey, I'm actually pre- predicting a loss for this club in, in, on Wednesday, so maybe yeah. it did for me too. But yeah, I, I don't blame you. And I we might look back in in a few weeks from now and say, "Yep, it was that San Jose match. That was that was the end." So yeah, very well. Putting all, I'm putting all my hope <clears throat> into the one in three Minnesota Vikings now because they won today. I'm putting all my hope into them now. Yeah, they should I do goal. that, Dave? Dave, yeah, should you know, I do that? You know, they're, you're they're, not gonna you're not gonna put them in the the division winning twins. Oh, well, that's it, no, it's it, Connor. That's totally different. That's it is different. I almost I almost brought it up earlier in the podcast, but yeah. I didn't really want to because it it is almost different because I the way I feel about the twins has kind of changed over the last month. Like you know, but I I, yeah. I, I early in the earlier this year when when their playoffs the twins that is when they when it was very much still up in the air. Part of me almost wanted to see him not make the playoffs because I didn't want to see, I knew at that time, at least that the twins didn't look like a team that had the chance of making a run deep. And so I almost didn't want them getting in just to lo- add to their historic losing streak, 18 straight games, games. Can I tell, can I tell you guys a funny story about that? Well, not a funny story, but 
I'm pretty sure the twins started the losing streak during my honeymoon in Duluth 20 years ago. My it, it, honey, my my anniversary is Wednesday, guys. 20 years. It, That's where we're gonna go to London. But I they started it, it, that losing streak. I think back was, when I was when I got married. I believe, I believe so. it was. I believe it was. Wow. It was two, I believe it was the game two of the 2004 ALDS. Exactly right. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah. no. Well, yeah. they won one game, I think, that year in the series, but then we lost the series. I think. Right. They won the first game in the 2004 yeah. ALDS, and then I think they lost uh, every game since. The rest of them. Yeah. Okay. I believe. So, I could be wrong about that, that. Around that time frame. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But seriously, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. I've been married for 20 years. I have two kids now. I haven't seen a Twins victory in a fucking playoff game since I don't know. You know, it's freaking nuts. But what do you Well, they play on Tuesday, so we'll uh, we'll see. I guess Toronto. Toronto. Oh, yep. It's decided. Mm -hmm. It's here, Mm -hmm. yeah. It's here against Toronto. I'm going to try to go to the Thursday game, hopefully. We'll see. I'm hoping there won't be a Thursday game. It'll just be Tuesday, Wednesday, well, and sweep. <laughs> I hope so, Dave. I hope so. But that's the Twins. Let's not, you know. Yeah, it's the Twins. We should be just be hoping there's a Thursday game. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, Connor, do you have some, uh, well, before we get to that, um, Loons tied 1-1, which you talked about. Uh, we're all fucking pissed off, right? We're all pissed. I would say so. Everybody's pissed off. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Connor, bring us down. Bring us back down to earth. Give us some soccer history. Yeah, I'll give you a little, uh, I'll give, I'll give you a little history here. So we're going to go back to um, September 30th, 1998. If the loons can't win in September, I might as well talk about some Minnesota, Minnesota team that can, when in September. So I'm going to talk about how the Minnesota Thunder against uh, in 1998 played against the San Diego Flash um, mm. in the uh, in the A-League Western Conference Finals, and they were at the San Diego Flash. This is leg number two that they have played. In leg one, they uh, went up to uh, – they went – they came no i'm sorry the san diego flash came to minnesota uh hoping to upset them but of course um the, the minnesota thunder came out victorious in the first leg of that game uh on the it looks like it was the 26th of uh september 1998 minnesota scored first by the way of john coughlin in the 22nd minute uh, this guy, who a guy who spent 11 seasons with the Thunder. So he was a veteran with the Thunder. Oh. Uh, they, in the second half, in the 55th minute, the San Diego Flash equalized by the way of Daniel Sinuhi. Uh, I, I have never heard that name before, and there's not even a link on his name in Wikipedia, so I can't really find out more about him. Well, yeah, if there's uh, no link in Wikipedia, then it, he didn't do anything. No, yeah, it's not worth it. Um no. Then uh, in the 87th minute, Minnesota won the game by way of Gabe Garcia, uh, mm-hmm. who uh, 
Uh, Spence, who it looks like he won two USISL championships, which with uh, which uh, the Thunder played in, but he won them with uh, the Greensboro Dynamo. Okay. Uh, but Minnesota won the first leg, and now we'll go to September 30th, which is what I brought up before. Uh, we are in Devore Stadium in Chula Vista, California. Uh, in the 18th minute, the Thunder take the lead by way of Konstantin Stanici, um, mm-hmm. which I believe he is a Romanian player uh, who played for he, – he played a bunch of years in – he played a few years in the U.S., but he played mostly in – uh, it looks like Romania. He played for uh, a student team in Bucharest and and uh, another, it looks like he retired as a player from Urzisene, uh, f- which is uh, another Romanian team. And then, Minnesota, and then lo and behold, in the 42nd minute, Minnesota Thunder doubled down in the 42nd minute by way of Morgan Ziba. Um, who, I, I mean, I've always heard that name, Morgan Zeeb, ever since I was a Thunder fan. And I saw, I've seen a bunch of, a bunch of people with his jersey um, dating back to those days. Uh, he is a Swedish player who spent three years with the Thunder. Uh, he was only pro for about six years, it looks like. Um, but he, uh, he looks like he came through in the playoffs a lot for the Thunder. He scored a few games, scored a few goals in the playoffs. Uh, made 92 appearances, and then uh, San Diego tried to make a uh, tried to make a, um, a a comeback at it by way of Jerome Watson, not uh, not Jamie Watson, Jer- Jerome Watson, uh, in the 68th minute, but they couldn't come back and uh, win the game. So Thunder wins the game on wins the matchup on aggregate 4-2. And they advanced to the final where they played the Rochester Rhinos a few weeks later. Nice. nice. Yeah. Well, great. So they, uh, they won the Western Conference that year. So that was pretty cool. Very nice. 98. Yeah. Very nice. 98. Yeah. Um, so San Jose, this was uh, San Diego, right? San Diego Flash. Yep. Which are getting, San Diego is getting a MLS expansion team. They are. Yeah. Right. And uh, I believe um, they're slated to start in 2025. Yes, right. Yeah. So <laughs> I forgot to bring up the fact that San Jose, the team we just played last night, guys, is owned is is owned by John Fisher. Do you guys know who that is? John Fisher, no, can't can't say I do. He owns also the Oakland A's. Oh, who hmm. are? You should know that. Yeah. Now moving to Las Vegas. Right. Well, now yeah. there's some there's some rumblings that he's also trying to move the earthquakes to Las Vegas. Really? Yes. The San Diego the San Diego faithful will not like that, or San, San Jose faithful. San Jose, yeah, yeah. So he, uh, if you're listening, still listening to the podcast, guys, look him up. Look up what is going on with him in the earthquakes. Because it's kind of been under the radar because of the whole thing with the Oakland A's. Um, that's been the big story. But yeah. the smaller story has been with him and the earthquakes about their stadium, about the lease, about adding improvements to it, about him being able to move the team to another location, preferably Las Vegas. So mm-hmm. uh... we'll see if that we'll see if that happens. But 
again, interesting. I forgot to bring it up during San Jose talk, but now you're talking about uh, uh, San Diego, and I, I was like, yeah, just bring that up. So, take a look. Well, that would really I'm suck. Not going to get into it. Yeah, it's... as someone who's a as someone who's a a uh, season ticket holder for for Minnesota United, I know if Minnesota moved, then I would be pissed off. Yeah, you would. Right? Yeah, as Connor is somebody who's seen the uh, North Stars leave, the uh, Timberwolves almost leave. And the Minnesota Twins almost get contracted. I can tell you, it's a shitty time to be when your team is on that block. Yep. I mean, that's it's terrible. But if he's listening right now, go look him up. Go look up the stories about it. It's interesting. Um, he is not not a nice guy. Let's put it that way. The way he treated Oakland to get to where he's going to go in Las Vegas for the baseball team is not, not nice. It's kind of a yeah. shitty move. Mm. I say. So, um, before we get out of here, guys, one funny story to talk about. We all agreed to it before the podcast started. It is from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, oh. Phillies didn't den- Phillies deny emotional support alligator. I said alligator. From entering the ballpark. A Phillies fan and his emotional support animal, an alligator named Wally Gator, were denied entrance to watch Philadelphia host Pittsburgh. Uh, Social media show posts the gator on a leech with a harness with his name on it outside the same Wednesday. Wally Gator is a working emotional support alligator owned by Joey Honey of Jonesburg, Pennsylvania. Reptile has a big presence presence on Instagram and TikTok. Of course he does. Since his bank ballpark's policy to support animals is posted on the Phillies website, it says states guide dogs, service animals, or service service animals or service animal service animals in training are welcome. All other animals are prohibited. Haynes spoke to the Philadelphia Inquirer last year and said Wally Gator helps him battle depression. And he likes to give hugs. And said the gator has never bitten anybody. So. We're back to the emotional support animal deal. Which we heard about in the past guys. With emotional support. I think in Wisconsin there was emotional support kangaroo. That was not allowed in like a fast food restaurant. Hmm. Um, I think there's been some emotional support like. Geese or. Chickens not allowed on flights, but now we have an emotional support gator. See, do you think there's yeah. any chance the bull from last week was also an emotional support animal on top of uh, on top of what he's doing there? Yeah, probably. Under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't necessarily doubt that this alligator can provide emotional support to to his owner. I don't doubt that. I would never doubt that. But I mean, again, you you kind of gotta, you know these you know these rules and regulations will just keep getting stretched and stretched and stretched you know if they can people always try something so you gotta draw a line somewhere dave right yes, you gotta draw you a line i mean dogs cats i've seen hamsters guinea pigs rabbits when you start getting exotic animals like it probably bites your arm off like yeah. an alligator you can can we stop Kind of understand the alligator, yeah. Trying to take that into a, a sporting event is a 
should be a bit of a stretch for most people. I think it is. I'm sure it is, but would have liked to have been there to see that, see that go down. But I mean, I could see it in Florida. You know, Florida's got a lot of gators, but Philadelphia, oh. really? No, yeah, that's guess. what I thought when you when you first brought that up. I I like you said the you brought it up before the podcast that it was an emotional support alligator, but then you said Philadelphia. I was like, what? Yeah, I, I would have guessed not in this country, let alone Philadelphia. But yeah, yeah. Well. I definitely would have thought somewhere like Louisiana, Louisiana, or uh, or Florida, or somewhere down down on the Gulf. Yeah, now, I mean, sure. maybe maybe that's what maybe Allianz Field at this point in the year needs more you know, emotional support animals or, and, or alligators, you know, now, something to comfort the fans. Well, you guys know, I run a zoo here at home, right? I have a, I have a rabbit. I have a guinea pig. I have a dog. If I brought the rabbit, the guinea pig, all I have still said, this is my support animal. You think they, they, think they let me in? I'm going with a no there. Probably not. <laughs> Hard no. Probably not. Um, and I get it. I'm not saying this guy's full of shit. No. You know, mental illness is a thing. And some people, this guy has this gator who's a friend of his, right? But you also have to think should I bring this gator out in public? Should this, do I need to, right? If I can't go to a Phillies game without the Gator, should I try to bring the Gator to the Phillies game? You know? I mean, cool. kind of common sense here, guys. Yeah. You know? We're not talking yeah. about a dog. We're not talking about chihuahuas. We're not talking about a freaking uh, rat or, or a cat. You know? We're talking about a Gator. Yeah. Something that could bite the arm off somebody or yeah. give them some some bad damage to whatever limb they grasp onto. You know? I again I don't understand. I guess it all you know it all comes down to how big the alligator is. If it's less than three feet, maybe that's fine well, for a Phillies it's not, game. It's not a big gator. It's not a big gator, Dave. It's not. But how dangerous is the gator to other people? That's what you have to look at. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's never, you know, it's never bitten somebody until it does, right? And most Supposedly, people would, most people yeah. would think that an alligator would be extremely dangerous around people. Most people, I would think so. Again, have we come this far in the you know support animal thing where it's a gator? I mean, I get it. I, All right. We, we we can probably only spend another ten or fifteen minutes on this, but what like what if it, what if it had a muzzle on you know on its snout or, or mouth? Okay, you know? well uh, sure, yeah. why not? Yeah, why then not? sure, why not? Well, why you not? have to have something for its claws too, for sure, because those mm -hmm. aren't just uh, those aren't uh, dog paws we're talking about. We're talking about some razor sharp killing machines. The, the, the Phillies now, you, I'm sure they. I, well, I shouldn't say I'm sure, but I would assume they didn't have anything in their in their employee handbook about emotional support oh. animals including alligators you know but will they now going forward okay alligators definitely oh. not allowed because yeah. what if you should... have to categorize all the animals in the future too <laughs> yes all of the animals should... all of them but you shouldn't have to mm -mm. you shouldn't yeah. have to guys 
there are animals no. you could take as emotional support, and then there's animals you shouldn't take. You know what I mean? I mean it's like, yeah. well, I what mean, kind of support are we talking? Are we talking about don't fuck with me, or my animal will fuck with uh, you, or what? Like, well, I get, no. I get the feeling that this guy with Wally Gator, that's his support animal. That's like his friend, right? Yeah, he's probably lives by himself. It's probably helped him out with some, you know, emotional issues. I get that, but it's, don't bring it out in public. Yeah, <laughs> is it that hard? Shouldn't be. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. that hard. I mean, why are we doing this? Why? I, I can't even. This guy. I hope he gets the help he needs. I'm sure he is, but dude, find a better support animal if you want to go to Phillies games, okay? Dog, cat, parakeet, guinea, I don't give a shit. Alligator can kill somebody or hurt somebody a lot. Don't bring it in public. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is he going to is he going to the local like grocery store with the alligator? Probably not. Yeah. No. Is he going? Yeah. And how many stories have you heard too about those? Uh, you know, if you do bring one of those potentially dangerous animals out, uh, somebody, even if nothing happens, somebody can say something happened. And if it's a potentially dangerous animal like that, there goes mm-hmm. your emotional support animal. You know. Yeah. Keep it at home. Yeah. If I had an emotional support beaver at my house, I'd keep it at home. I'd be like, nope, the beaver is not going on my area. I'm keeping it here because it's a dangerous animal, right? It's a wild animal. Wild animal is the key word. Wild animal. Yeah. You know, he's not bringing it safe way down in uh, in Philadelphia, where the fuck they got for grocery stores there. Is he bringing it to the safe way? He's not because they're not letting that fucking guy in. They're not doing it. You yeah. Know? So, and I, uh, you know, you wouldn't bring Henri to the Twins game or a Loons game, would you? No, absolutely not. Yeah. Henri is he a potentially is, dangerous animal. So, like, well, he is. He, yeah. he is. He can get a little aggressive. He, he can. He can get a little. Yeah. A little been standoffish. There. Yeah, he, I've been there. He's. He'll, he's, uh, he'll be. He'll, he'll be friendly for a second, and then you'll touch him in the wrong place and be like, hmm. "Oh God." He's, He's nipped at me before. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. But uh, but still, what, would you do that? No, Dave. No, would you bring not. uh, Dave? Would you bring Merlin to a game? Well, I would. I I brought him to a Saints game before, but well, it was, it was yeah, dog Saints night, game though. is fine. Yeah, Saints dog. Game. Do they have, dog days? They don't have they don't have Gator Night at the Saints. No, game, they do don't. They? Maybe they should. Well, yeah. if any place would, it might be the Saints, yeah. but they they do not potentially, no. potentially, potentially, potentially. Yes, right. All right, so yeah, the emotional support alligators are not a thing anywhere. Uh, before we get out of here, guys, I want to mention uh, Grand Holler, uh, our guys who give us our uh, intro music. They got a couple shows coming up. I think they're playing, oh, God, go on their website. I'm not going to look it up. Go on their website. They've got some up, some shows coming up. I want to thank them once again. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about before we get out of here? No, nah, I gotta go. I, I gotta go give my dog his meds. So, 
Yeah. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. Yeah. He's he's taking what? meds. He's he's taking meds. He's had a little. He's had a few problems, but he's getting better. Anxiety? No, just like his body tenses up. I don't know what it is. Just his mm-hmm. his body tenses his body tenses up for apparently no reason at all. So it's, uh, how old's Henri now? He'll be five in December. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. No, so not really sure what happened, but he's getting better. So it's yeah. uh, the meds are working. Has been has been watching Loon's game with you? Loon's games? He'd been watching. No, that? I don't want to subject him to that kind of stress. You know, like I was thinking, maybe, you know, maybe yeah. he's upset with Adrian Heath right now. That's uh, well, Chase Gasper's not there anymore, so that that's the only. Guy oh, that's really, right. He yeah. barked. He barked him. Yeah. yeah. True it's, that. True uh, that. Yeah. Um, Dave, you're in uh, Michigan for a couple, another couple of days for a week. And yeah, through the week. Yeah, yeah, through the weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, stay safe. I will. I will. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be busy. Busy. A lot of work here, but uh, mm-hmm. hopefully, I don't I, to be determined when I'm coming back. Anytime between Saturday and month, Tuesday or something like that. So. But I agree that none of us are watching the game live on Wednesday night. Um, probably uh, not. It. Well, I I um, might I have I might have to work uh, late that night, so I might have the game on in the background. I but, uh, tell you the truth now, I might because I'm not working Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, so I might watch the game live. Is it a um, uh, ten nine thirty Central start or nine thirty Central? Yeah, because it's a West yeah, Coast so game. Be ten thirty yeah. here, so the problem is it gets. I might be done working because I I'm hoping not to have to work overnight at least that day or the next mm-hmm. few days. So I might be back and able to watch it. The question is, can I stay up that late? Depending on what time I start the yeah. next day, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> certainly want to. All right. So uh, I want to thank uh, everybody who listened to this point in the podcast <laughs> for listening to me uh, uh, be drunk uh, because yeah. don't, I've got a couple. Don't. I gotta say, Tony, you did quite well. I I I wouldn't right. necessarily have assumed it, you know, at least early on in the podcast. I wouldn't have assumed you were uh, had a few, but uh, yeah, yeah. Last barbecue of the season, guys. Yeah, so it oh, works. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so my for myself, Tony, for Dave and Connor, we'll talk to you guys next week. Go loons! Go loons! Go loons!